0: If you're thinking about launching a membership site this year, then congratulations, that's a great idea. I have launched and run three multiple six-figure membership sites over the years in two different niches. I love them, I love interacting with the members and the community, I love serving people at a high level in a more interactive way, and they're great for your bank account because you get some beautiful, dependable recurring revenue. But the questions are very simple. How should you be launching a membership site strategically? And maybe a not asked enough question, when does it make sense for you to launch a membership site when it comes to your online business? Let's discuss both of those questions in today's episode. Welcome to episode 90 of the Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more to the things and people you care about. I'm your host, Graham Cochran, pumped to hang out with you today. We're going to be talking about membership sites, one of my favorite products, one of my favorite tools for online business and wealth creation of all time. We'll get into the nitty gritty. I'm going to share a lot of the strategies that I've used and the lessons I've learned over the last 12 years of running online businesses and specifically about 10 years now of running multiple membership sites. But before we get in, really cool event happening next week. I've got a live training on Monday, January 18th, called My Three Secrets to Earning Six Figures, without working more hours or adding new customers. Don't you just love that? (laughs) Literally, I love this training just for the name alone, but it's a great training, some great content. If you're trying to grow your business this year, if you already have your business started and you've plateaued, in revenue or you've got big dreams, big goals, maybe one of your goals this year was to hit the six figure mark where you're earning $100,000 a year or more in your online business but you don't know how to get there, you're looking to scale or go to multiple six figures, then this training is gonna help you as I'm gonna break down three powerful secrets that you can use to increase your revenue without working more hours, which you know is one of the taglines of this show, working less, and without having to add new customers, which is insane. So I'm going to break down the surprising math of earning six figures. There's a bunch of different ways to get there. And when you realize that it's just a math problem, it becomes a little more encouraging because there's not one way to hit it. I'm going to share with you the 64-4 rule that you can use for explosive growth and my four-step six figures blueprint. I love this blueprint because it literally gives you a path of what to do first, second, third, and fourth uh, to get to six figures. If six figures seems like a big leap to you, it breaks it down into simple milestones and action steps to know that you're on the right track. It is absolutely free to attend it is a fun solid hour of teaching there's also going to be live q and a at the end so if you hang out with me i'll be able to answer your questions about what we covered or about growing your business or about whatever you want to talk about live i'm going to hang out with you all night it will be next monday night january 18th 9 p m eastern standard time you have to register to attend it's 100% free but you got to register just go to GrahamCochran.com/slash three secrets. That's the number three, grahamcochran.com slash three secrets. It's the only way to get access to this training is to go there and register your spot. It's free. Otherwise it doesn't cost anything to come. Uh, A lot of you are in different time zones. A lot of you have commitments. I get it. I will be offering a replay, but only to people who register. So you must register to see it live or see the replay. I hope you come live because that's where we can do the live Q&A and it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be drinking coffee and staying up to hang out with you as long as we want to go. But if you know for sure that you really want this training, but you can't attend live because of time zone conflicts or something else, still go register your free spot because I'll be able to get you a replay, a limited time replay after the live training. So just go to grahamcochran.com slash three secrets. It's next Monday, January 18th, 9 p.m. Eastern. And again, this is my three secrets to earning six figures without working more hours or adding new customers. Absolutely free. It'll be a lot of fun. I love doing free live stuff with you because then we get to sort of workshop together and it's a little more um, like a community, almost like a membership site, which is awesome because it's happening live. So I hope to see you there. Uh, it's going to be awesome. All right. Let's dive into the content today. Uh, Membership sites are a critical part, I think, of not only scaling income, it's a huge part of how you can reach six figures, but also creating dependable income, right? So you're not just hoping that you have a big launch every once in a while with with big spikes of revenue, and then you're hoping that more money comes in. So it's a great way to create predictable recurring revenue because they sign up once and then their credit card is charged every month, uh, and you get that recurring revenue. So you can kind of have a Good idea of what your income will be next month. But beyond those benefits, I really love membership sites because you get deeper interaction with your students. And that interaction is so valuable for a couple of reasons. One, you get to feel like you're a part of something. If you're running an online business, you're likely a one-person show. Um, Like me right now, I'm sitting alone in a room by myself, with myself, looking into a camera, talking into a microphone, Uh, and while I kind of like this because I'm a sick weirdo that likes to be by himself, it gets a little lonely sometimes, and it's hard to know if you're making a difference out there in the world. So you're looking for feedback. All of us are looking for some kind of feedback, affirmation, um, signs that what we're doing matters. The most important sign, typically, in business that what you're doing is, is connecting is dollars in your bank account uh, because that shows that people not only like what you're doing, but they like it enough to take out their credit card and part with their money, which is a huge sacrifice because money is what we value. It's reflective of our hard work. So people are trading their hard work to get access to your content. So that's a huge accomplishment, and that's a great sign that you're on the right track, but it doesn't feed the soul. Right, Money in your bank account feeds your bank account and your financial goals and your family, but it doesn't feed your soul. What feeds your soul is, especially if you're in the information product business, which we are, knowledge commerce, e-learning, online courses, membership sites, we want to know as educators and influencers and thought leaders that we are making a difference, that what we are sharing and teaching is helping people. We we only know that if we hear back from our students. And there's obviously a variety of ways to hear back, but membership sites are one of the greatest ways to hear back because it's interactive. It's always ongoing. It's a community. It's not just comments under a video or a course or an email back every once in a while. It's a living, breathing community that you are stewarding and you are leading and facilitating. So there's so many benefits to that that feeds your soul. And then what comes out of that is you learn a lot about your customers. You learn a lot about the top people that are reflective of who you should be serving because they've paid to be there. So you know they're legit. They know they, ca- you, they care about you and what you have to offer. So what they say is so valuable to you, what they're struggling with, what they're finding success, success with, what they, their questions are, what their wins are, common trends, Um, maybe even some of their complaints with your material. You'll learn like, okay, maybe I'm not doing a good enough job explaining this, or I'm under explaining, or I'm over explaining. So I get a lot of valuable feedback from my members. So lots of benefits, right? Um, So you might be saying, yeah, I want one. I want a membership site this year. Well, let me break down two important questions. Uh, How do you launch one successfully? But maybe more importantly, when do you launch one? And we're going to start with the when, uh, because I think that's important. I, I I have learned through coaching students one-on-one, through having members in communities and communities and students that take my courses, I've learned some of the pain points. And some of the pain points that relate to membership sites are failures. Launching a membership site, and it's a failure. It's a, It's a dud. Um, other failures and other pain points are they've launched one and then they're completely overwhelmed. They don't know how to create all the content and they don't know what to do and, and it fizzles out. So even if it was an initial success, it fizzles out. So there's a couple of things that are related to that. The how is important, but also the when. So let's start with the when. And here's one that some people find confusing and maybe frustrating or maybe find it encouraging. When should you launch an a uh, membership site? Excuse me, you should launch one after you have an online course. That was the 40 and slip there. Don't launch your membership site first. I really don't believe that the first product you should ever launch is a membership site. I think the first product you should launch is an online course. I don't care if that's a mini course. I don't care if that's a full-fledged flagship course. I think you need an online course in your product suite before a membership site. And there's, there's three simple reasons why. Number one, an online course I think is the best way to initially help your people because it gives people your core teachings and your core method. So membership sites never end and they're they're beautiful for a lot of reasons they're ongoing so they're continuously add value but what a student needs initially when they're coming into your fold and they're being sort of made aware of what you have to offer and they're they're trying to solve an immediate pain point is they need an immediate solution. And an online course is that immediate solution. It gets you from point A to point B, or it teaches you one clear specific thing to get you one specific result or solve one specific pain point. I think it's the fastest and best way to not only make money, but to get your students success early, which makes them students uh, and fans for life. So I think online courses are great to get your core teaching, your core method out there and in the hands of your students, which then will benefit you later when they join your membership site because they already know your core method, your core teaching, they've already gotten some results, and now they want more. Because membership sites really are great as a backend or piggybacking off an online course when they have more questions, more follow-up questions, deeper questions, they've gone through your core material and now they have the big questions. I find people who are in my membership sites who haven't joined my courses or my flagship course, let's say, to be missing something. And they're asking a lot of the same core questions that would have been answered in an online course. My main course, had they taken that first? And it's okay if they haven't taken it. Maybe they didn't know it existed. Maybe they didn't think they needed it. Uh, And maybe that was my, my poor marketing if I didn't make it clear that this was critical to their success, but they're always missing some core teachings. I'm like, hey, it's kind of in my course. So I really think that it's, it's good to launch with a course first, give people that core teaching. Number two, for you, an online course is fully automatable and hands-off. Membership sites are not hands-off. They're very hands-on. They're scalable, and if you do what I'm gonna teach you in a minute, they're minimal effort, they're the right amount of effort, but they're, they're hands-on, ongoing work that never stops. Whereas a course, you do all the work up front, you put it in place, you put it in your funnel, fully automated, little work for you. I had a course called Rethink Mixing. It was a $99 course. Uh, I sold it for seven years. I launched it in 2011, so I did all the work filming it, getting it launched, writing the sales copy, and then didn't touch it. Didn't update it, didn't touch it till I uh, took it off my product suite uh, in 2018 because I replaced it with a better course. Uh, called Mixing University, but for seven years, it sold day in and day out automatically. And that one little $99 course made me over a million dollars, just that one course, hands off. it's hard to beat that. Um, I really, really love that. So it's great for you to have at least one product that's fully automatable, so you're making some automatic income in the back end. And then also, I think courses are just easier to sell and easier to manage with a smaller list. If you're newer to online business, you likely have a small list and that's okay. We all start with a small list and you can make good money off a small list, but while you're growing your list and you should be growing your list and you do that through regular content, content marketing is the secret. Building an audience is the secret Um, and you do that through content. While you're in the early throes of building that audience, you got a small list. I think you can make good money off of a course by just selling the course you can sell a course for a higher price point than you will for a monthly membership although if people stay in your membership longer of course that can accumulate and become worth more but I think it's easier to sell a course when you're getting started because it's an easier promise you 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 have just a simple like beginning middle and end I'm going to get you from here to here it's it's easier promise to make than than this amalgamous online community membership site you almost need a little more um, clout, and maybe a little bit more for you confidence to be able to sell ongoing, like continue to pay me every month. I I find a lot of my students struggle to know how am I going to convince them to keep, keep paying me every month that might be overwhelming to you. So it's simpler if you just make a one-off transaction with a course. Plus I think with a small list, it's harder to get a really vibrant community, which leads me to the second thing about the, when, when should you launch? your membership site, and I think it's after you have at least a 1,000 people on your email list. Minimum, okay? Why should you have at least a 1,000 people on your email list before you launch a membership site? Well, you gotta understand that when you're new to online business, you're thinking like, oh, what if half my people buy it? What if only 25% of my people buy it? What if only 10% of my people buy it? Those numbers are dream numbers not saying impossible, and some of my students have had significantly higher conversion rates than average, but an average conversion rate, an average good conversion rate to your email list is 1%. Realistically, a half a percent to a 1% conversion is what you are shooting for when you launch to your email list, any product. Now, that might sound depressing to you, but I'm telling you the truth so that you have realistic expectations. So if we just use the 1% goal or target, if you have 1,000 people on your email list and you launch your membership site and you get 1% to convert, that's 10 people. 10 people. That's a small community. Think about having 10 people in a Facebook group. How much interaction is there gonna be with 10 people? not a ton, just statistically, because not everyone's gonna log in every day. And even if they did, not everyone is very vocal or active in communities, even communities they pay to be a part of. Most people lurk. Most people just read other people's comments, and they still get value out of it, but they just don't interact. So if you have 10 people in your community, you might have one or two talking, if you're lucky. So it's really you and one other person talking, or you and two other people talking regularly in your community. so it's hard with 10 people in your community. So that's why I don't want you to have a higher than realistic expectation of how many people will convert and join your membership site when you launch. So just to set those expectations, manage those expectations, so that you will realize, I need as big of an audience as possible. I don't, I don't want you to wait forever, but I do want to be honest with you. I think membership sites are a better fit when you can get as many people in them as possible. And you could do that by having a bigger email list before you launch. If you have a bigger community, it offers more value to the other members. If they join and they're excited about it and they realize there's only one or two people talking in this community, they might be like, what's the point of this? There's nobody in here. It's one of those weird things where like any community, it thrives off having more people in the community. So you're really beholden to the number of members. You might be awesome, your content might be awesome, but the community is a huge part of what makes a membership site sticky. I learned from Ryan Lee years ago that people come for the content, but they stay for the community. They join your membership because of the content and the promise you offer and and you're going to deliver, but they stay, meaning they don't cancel because of the bonds they form in the community, the value they get from the community. So the community is so important, and the more people you have, the more value it offers. The bigger the community you have, the more people you will see interacting and engaging with each other in the community, which is critical to the value, to the vibrancy, to the excitement, to the, the feel of like, hey, I'm a part of something here. You don't need it to be huge for it to add value. You do not need it to be huge. I have had membership sites that are in the multiple thousands uh, of members and membership sites that are just 100 people. uh, And both offer tons of value. But when you have 10 people, it's hard. 20 or more, you're getting into a better spot. 50 or more might be ideal, because you got to expect most people aren't going to check it daily or interact daily, but you you want as many people in it as possible. So just to manage your expectations, I would say wait until you have at least 1,000 people in your email list before you consider building and launching a membership site. And again, like I said in the previous point, make sure you have an online course you've launched first. It's really going to help you get some some results for your students, some money in your bank account, some automated income, and some experience writing sales copy and doing a launch that then you can carry into when you launch your membership site. Okay, if that's the win, after you have a course and after you have at least 1,000 people in your list, here's the what. What do you need to do to launch a successful membership site? So let's talk about what you need in place at launch date. Because a membership site, the beautiful thing is you need less in place when you launch than you do with an online course because it's an ongoing, living, breathing thing. So it really takes less upfront work than an online course. But you do need a few things in place, I think, at launch to make it valuable and successful when people do join. So we'll backtrack. We'll start with what what you need to have in place and then we'll talk about um, some launch strategy. One is you want to have thought through, obviously you want to have built the membership site, know where it is and know how it's all set up, but you want a really good welcome video and a really good onboarding email sequence. These are very easy, easy things to do, but often overlooked. Either they're not done at all or they're just assumed to be placeholders or just sort of like what you do, but there's no real point to it. Your welcome video and your onboarding email sequence are critical to the success of your membership site. Here's why. If you've done your job with good sales copy, good positioning, a great offer, people are going to join your membership, and they're going to be excited because why? They love you. They like you. They trust you. They want what your membership site offers. They're lonely. They want some community. They want access to you, all these good things. They want access to other like-minded people, and they want accountability, so they're going to join. They're ready to join. What happens after they pay? What happens after they're inside? your you know back end, right? Let's say you're in Kajabi, they pay, and all of a sudden they're inside your Kajabi product and it's your membership site. Video's right there, which you should have a video that says, hey, watch this video first, right? With a big smiley picture of you, looking great, with a big old arrow pointing to the play button, like, hit this button so you can figure out what to do first. Literally, this is you welcoming someone as they walk into the room. Hey, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so excited for you that you joined. You made a really smart decision, right? Very simple, one or two lines there. What you're doing is you're excited, you're smiling in the video. If you don't smile in your welcome video, what's wrong with you? Even if you're not a smiley person, you can do it for at least one video. Put on a big smile so that they feel welcomed, right? That's the first job of welcome videos, to make them feel welcomed. To what? To a community of awesome people and you're encouraging them and affirming them that they made a really smart decision and you are so excited to have them join your community. It is a privilege for you to have them pay you every month to be a part of a community. So act like it. Act like it's truly an honor because it is. That people will be willing to pay you every month just to be a part of your community is insane. So put on a smile, thank them, welcome them, and reaffirm that they made a smart decision. Immediately after that, you got to understand that you have just a few moments where they're going to pay attention, everyone's going to see this video who joins, to tell them to do what you want them to do. They're listening, they're all ears. What do you want me to do first, Graham? So you have to think long and hard about what you want them to do. And it's critical that you get them to take some form of action immediately when they join. Because if they take some action, if they if they poke their head around the community and do what you want them to do, they're more likely to check back in with the community. They're more likely to take advantage of all that the community offers, which makes them more likely to stick around and less likely to cancel because you got a great membership site. It's awesome. Of course it's gonna be awesome because you're awesome and you're only gonna deliver value. You're not gonna just phone it in. So if that's true, get them to stick around. Get them to dive in. Since this is a community, I think the first thing you should have them do personally is click over on the community link, whether that's inside of a Kajabi community, which is what I use for my memberships, or if you use a Facebook group, like a private Facebook group for the community element of your membership site, that's fine. Or you use something like Discourse, that's fine. Whatever you use for the actual interaction, you know, what we used to call a forum back in the day, right? Get them to click over there so they see where that is and make sure there's an introduce yourself section or category or topic and have them introduce themselves and give them sort of a framework what to do say hey say my name is graham i am a business coach from tampa florida and this is what i'm most excited about learning or working on in this community so their name what they do, where they're from, and what they're hoping to get out of the community, and have them share that in the community. That's probably the simplest and most helpful action that they could take and that you could have them take, because it shows them where the community is. Again, that's what's gonna keep them sticking. Remember what Ryan Lee says, people come for the content, but they stay for the community. And then it's gonna get them to be active in the community, which is better for all your other members so that people are actually posting, because it might be the only post they ever post, because they're willing to do it because they're new and you told them to do it. But it also introduces themselves and it gets the other people to be like, oh, I wanna welcome the other new members. So get them to introduce themselves, get them to see the community and see what it's all about. So important, so critical. If that's all you ask them to do, great. But then what I use a welcome video for after that is just to show them a tour Here's where the monthly content's going to show up. So you can go check out what this month's content is. Here's where you get access to our, our live Q&A call that happens every month or every other week or every week, whatever you do. Um, just show them around and I talk about it. I use a little screen float. So, you know, you could use um, QuickTime on your Mac to record a little screencast. You could use Loom for free to record a little screencast just to show them clicking on the things and showing them where everything is. So they go, oh, gotcha. That's where all the content is. That's where all the stuff is. Uh, and here's how to get a hold of me if you have any questions. Here's the email address or the support link at the bottom or whatever. Just give them a tour. Well, you know you're welcoming them here. Hey, here's where the bathroom is. Here's where the snacks are. There's where the you know the stage is, where the the speakers are going to be. You're just showing them around the room, and you're telling them what to do first to to take part of the community. I, I cannot stress enough how important this one simple video is. It does not have to be long. You're not having to do anything crazy here, but just be a friend and be a host and welcome them. A close cousin to this welcome video is the onboarding email sequence. So what I want you to do in your email provider, if you're in Kajabi, you can do this. Obviously, if you're in MailChimp or ConvertKit or Aweber or whatever you use, have pre-written a number of emails, usually four to seven days worth of emails that they get signed up for the moment they join your membership. And it's just a daily action step, a daily piece of homework, a daily little teeny easy task to onboard them, to get them acclimated to the community. And what do these emails consist of? Basically what you talked about in the welcome video. So the first email should go out the the moment they join saying the same thing, welcoming them. I'm so glad you're here. It's so awesome that you're here here's the first thing I want you to do. Click over to the community, introduce yourself. That's, that's literally the same thing you say in the beginning of your welcome video. And that's all for today. And you tell them, over the next few days, I'm gonna give you some quick start tips or I'm gonna share with you some ways to take advantage of this community. I've literally called these uh, in the past my quick start guide you know, whatever. And it could be like one of five, two of five, three, of, however you want to do it. But they realize, oh, okay. Each day for the next couple of days, he's going to drop in and give me a little tip on how to take advantage of this community. They appreciate that. They're looking forward to that. It seems helpful and non-intrusive. So, you know, first thing is to get them to take that first action. The next day, maybe you highlight um, the, the, the monthly call. Hey, remember when you joined, Every month, I'm doing a live Q&A call. Click this link to go check out when our next scheduled call is and register for the call or whatever or put it on your calendar and have them just go get familiar with that part of the membership. Maybe the next day, you tell them about uh, the monthly content. Here's this month's content, and each month, I'm going to be uploading the new content in this area. Check it out. Watch this month's video, and maybe you talk about any bonuses you included. Maybe you talk about... um, One of the biggest takeaways previous members have had, maybe you share a a testimonial from a previous member and a cool thing that they learned. Maybe you can go jump in the community and share what you've learned so far. Like anything you want them to do to get acclimated to the community, to take some action and to post inside the community, which is probably the best action they could take. And it's just one little thing a day. Any product has shown that if users take advantage of the product within the first day to first seven days, they're more likely to stick with that product because they got familiar with it. They bought it. They took advantage of it early on. Oh, I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back. So you want them to take some action in this first couple of days. Very important. So, so important to have that in place. Second, when you launch, you want to have at least one month's worth of content in place. That month. If you launched in a January, have January's video in place. You don't need any more in place because guess what? You're dripping out new content every month. So you just need one month's worth of content in place. And they understand that if it's new, if this is a brand new membership, that's fine. They have one month's worth of content. They've got the community and you probably have that month's live coaching call. And then they know that next month you're going to drop another piece of content. That's all they need. That's fine. And obviously, when you, you're you launching or reopening or re-promoting it down the road, you're going to have lots of content available. But when it's brand new, again, they don't need tons of stuff, just that month's content. They get an idea of the format, the length, and the value that you're going to be bringing every month. You want your community element in place, like we already talked about. It needs to be in place. So if you're using a Kajabi community, which is a built-in type Facebook group inside of Kajabi, which is super slick and easy to use, have that in place. If you're using a Facebook group, have that in place so that when they log in, they can click over and find the community. You obviously need that in place. And I would have posted, if it's me, a few posts sort of prompting conversations, getting people thinking about what to post. And then you're going to probably want a bonus mini course. This is not necessary, but really, really nice. It can either be a surprise bonus that they didn't know about when they joined, or it can be part of your sales copy to convince them to join, as that when they join, they're gonna get a mini course thrown in for free that's valued at 197 or something like that, but they're gonna get it for free. And again, this is nice when you're launching for the first time, especially because you don't have a ton of content in there, uh, and it's not like a course where they can pay for it and start going through all the content, It gives them something like a course that they can have right away. This does not have to be long. Again, a mini course is better suited for this because they don't need a ton of content. In fact, don't give them too much content. Uh, Stu McLaren has said that the number one reason people cancel memberships is because of overwhelm. Too much and they're they're not taking advantage of it and they feel bad. They feel like they're wasting their money so they cancel because they don't have time to consume all the content. So don't give them too much. But it's nice to have a bonus mini course there when they join either a promised bonus that's an incentive to join or a surprise bonus when they join. Both can work beautifully. And ideally for you, the last thing I would have in place before you launch is a year's worth or 12 months worth of content outlined. And this can just be bullet points. Not created, not even fleshed out, but you launch with the first month's worth of content and have at least the next 12 months of like, I'm gonna launch this in the next month, this in the next month, this in the next month for what your monthly content will be. You will feel so good launching a membership, knowing what a year's worth of content for your membership's gonna be. You don't have to make it now, just make it once a month. That's what I do. I create my content once a month ahead of time, but when I launched and generally every year, I, I plan out a year's worth of content in advance, makes you feel good, that you know you're gonna be delivering value to your members, right? So what you need in place at launch, welcome video and onboarding, email sequence, the first month's content in place, your community element in place, a bonus mini course in place, and then at least bulleted out 12 months of upcoming content so that you feel confident. Final thing to talk about here, when we're talking about how to launch, your membership site, open and close the membership site during that launch week. Make sure you close the cart at the end of the week, 100%. Whether you are going to have an evergreen membership, which I've had, or an open and closed membership site, which I have, either way, for the first launch, close the cart. And there's three simple reasons why. Number one, it creates urgency which increases signups, which increases conversion. So if you're unfamiliar with the term closing the cart, it literally just means I'm opening the doors to my new membership site. You can join now, but you have to join by Friday at midnight or Sunday at midnight or Tuesday at midnight because after then you will not be able to join. I'm closing the doors. That's all we're doing is is literally giving them a window of five to seven days to join your membership, to take you up on it, to read the sales copy, to think about it, to make sure they can afford it and join, after which they will not be able to join. You don't have to promise anything about when you'll reopen it or or, or if you'll reopen it. It almost doesn't matter. Like, you can assume that you're gonna reopen it, you can say, I don't know when I'm gonna reopen it next. Doesn't matter, because you don't have to have that planned out. All that matters is you're launching now, the doors are open, and they need to join now. This is gonna create natural urgency, scarcity, where people are like, dude, man, I really have to make a decision. And this is not manipulative at all. This is simply helping them get over their, their procrastination because that's what people do. They look at it and they go, eh, sounds cool. And then they get busy. They haven't made a decision, they're on the fence. Having an end date where they must join by Friday at midnight forces them to make a decision. The decision does not have to be yes. If it's not a good fit right now, that's great, but just make a decision. Join or don't join. Are you in or are you not in? Either way is fine by me, but it forces them to make a decision, which is good, and likely you'll get more signups, which is good for a lot of reasons, right? When you have more signups, you have more members. When you have more members, you have more interaction. When you have more interaction, it creates more value. It, it gets people more excited to be a part of the community. And it's gonna give you more opportunity for testimonials and great screenshots of people saying, oh my gosh, this community is amazing. Oh, the people here are so helpful. Screen grab, screen grab, screen grab, so you can put on your sales page later, right? So good for you. It also helps you to feel like you can manage the influx of new members and welcome everybody. If you keep the doors open all the time, especially when you're launching, it's hard to just keep track of new members. They might slip through the cracks. So at least for the first time while you're working out the kinks, close the cart, close the door so you have a fixed number of people who join, and then you can spend those next few days just welcoming them, loving on them, and getting the community started. And finally, I feel like when you close the doors, and your members know that the doors were closing, that's why they joined, um, and they now know that no one else can join, it makes them feel like they are part of an exclusive community. And exclusivity is important. If it's something that's always open all the time, it doesn't feel super exclusive. It just feels like anything that anybody can join. There's something beautiful about, they got in while the doors were open, and now you're just focused on this group of people. And I think people appreciate that. I might be reading too much into it. Maybe students don't care at the end of the day. It might be more subtle than I'm alluding to, but I truly believe that if they understand that the doors closed, that they are now in. And whatever that means, that has psychological value. They are in, they're on the inside, they got in, and now you're not welcoming lots of new people, you are focused on them, the people that got in. And that feels good, and that's one of the things that separates a membership site from an online course is that insider, I'm on the inside, and Graham or whoever the community manager is, right, is focused on me and this group of people. And that's valuable. It's subtle, but it's valuable, and that's, again, one of the distinctions of a membership site. A bonus that I didn't write down, um, but I I teach my students, is when you're launching a membership site, one of the coolest things you could do is, once you've figured out what the price of your membership site is going to be, is to launch at an exclusive founder's rate, which will be a discount. It could be half off the the final rate. It could be 25% off what the rate's going to be. Something in that range. And you tell people, look, this is what the price is supposed to be for this membership. But if you launch this week as one of my founders, because you're you're, you're launching with me when I start this community, you're going to be able to join at you know 50% off what everyone else will pay in the future. And as long as you're a member in good standing, as long as you don't cancel, that will be your rate for life. You get to lock that discounted rate in for life. Um, this is great for getting a lot of members in, creating more urgency and creating more stickiness in the sense that they're less likely to want to cancel because if then they want to come back and join again at some point their price goes up. There's a slight danger to this because if you're reducing your price, basically, you're gonna attract potentially, you know, bottom feeders, as I like to call them. People that just, you know, they're low value customers that don't want to spend much money and it's like, yeah, well, I'll give it a chance. And then they're gonna cancel. And you might have you know more turnover because of that. But at the same time, I think you're gonna, you're gonna attract your super fans early adopters who are going to get rewarded and have an incentive to stick around for a long, long time because they just have such a great deal. Such a great deal. Um, This is is true of all kinds of products that are subscription-based. If you get in early, you're locking in a better price and good for you, happy clap for you. And I think that's great. I think you should reward your early adopters and you should reward the people who took action when there was no testimonials, there was no proof yet because it was brand new. So that's one option you can have. And then the next time you launch, you raise the price back up to ultimately what it needs to be. Or you could incrementally stair-step up one more time and have two rounds of discounts going in. But either way, it's going to give you a base and create more urgency when people join. And then after you've closed it, you can love on your members and you can figure out what to do from there. If you want to reopen it and make it evergreen from then on, which is fine, or reopen it a few times a year. Um, You can open it twice a year, once a quarter, either way is great. But just, I'm talking about when you're launching for the first time, for sure, open and close the cart. There you go. So in review, launch your membership after you've launched an online course, after you have at least a thousand people on your email list, Make sure you have all those things I mentioned in place before you launch. You don't need more, just those basics. And make sure you open and close your membership during launch week. Uh, Don't have it open evergreen. Have that close cart date in place. So the question for you is, have you launched a membership site already? And if so, Um, what have you found to be successful when you launched your membership site? If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment below and let everybody know what other things you would suggest to keep in mind when launching a membership site. If you haven't launched, and that's why you're listening to this or watching this, and uh, I want you to let me know in a comment below as well if you're watching on YouTube, which of these takeaways was most eye-opening to you and most helpful uh, as you consider launching your membership site. And don't forget, next Monday, I've got the live training. I'm doing a live webinar on Monday, January 18th on the three secrets to earning six figures this year without working more hours or adding any new customers. I'm going to break down the surprising math of earning six figures. I'm going to break down my 64-4 rule for explosive growth and my four-step six figures blueprint. So you can just have the map to go from where you are to six figures. It's super actionable teaching plus live Q&A at the end. It's absolutely free to attend, but you must register. Even if you think you can't make it or make it for all of it, you want access to the replay. I'm not posting it anywhere, but to people who register. So you must register. So go to grahamcochran.com slash three secrets. If you're watching on YouTube, I'll link to it below. If you're listening on Apple podcasts or Spotify, it's grahamcochran.com slash the number three secrets slash three secrets, and I hope to see you there. It's so much fun. I love doing live trainings. You guys are so smart, ask great questions, and I wanna be available to you, not only to teach you some great material, again, it's gonna be an awesome training, but also at the end of the training, then I can unpack your questions about what we just covered or questions about growing your business in general or questions about where things are going right now in 2021. Happy to answer whatever you want to talk about next Monday, January 18th. At 9 p.m. Eastern, that's at grahamcochran.com/slash-three-secrets. Hope to see you there. As always, thanks for listening, thanks for watching, thanks for supporting this channel, and uh, stay healthy and stay safe. And I'll see you on another episode real soon.